To be a yogi. I'm Edward Reeb, producer and host of the To Be a Yogi podcast. Today, we'll be interviewing Dr. Yogesh Wankade. He'll be teaching us a bit about Ayurvedic cooking and medicine. This is the second in a series of episodes on Ayurvedic cooking and medicine. We should be hearing from Yogesh again sometime in the next couple weeks. And so, without further ado, let's get to the interview, shall we? Good morning, Edward. Good morning. Welcome back to the To Be a Yogi podcast. Thank you so much. Very much happy here to get again and uh, to give the knowledge regarding Ayurveda to the world. Sounds great. So uh, I, you had mentioned that you were going to talk a little bit about uh, something specifically for the summertime. Yes, exactly. Today I'm going to talk regarding a kokum, uh, which is called as a Gracinia indica. And uh, kokum is very good during the summer season and it has a very useful activities in your body. Uh, and that's K-O-K-U-M, is that spelled? Yes. So, kokum is a very nice, uh, uh, it's like an Indian berry and uh, it's belong to Mangnostin family, which is commonly, uh, it is seen in Konkan, uh, all over Maharashtra and Goa, in India specifically. It is very good for our health and its Portugal name we can call as Brindal. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I will uh, the I will tell you regarding the kokum, uh, the two dish regarding kokum. One is kokum sharbat, and another one is kokum sol kadi. Kokum sol kadi is basically a recipe, a Maharashtrian recipe as well as a Kerala recipe, which is used for a digestion when we have a plenty of meat, or a junk food, or a meal which is full of masala so it is very good for digestion okay and kokum is very useful it improves our digestion excessive thirst which is uh, important during our summer season right but, yes. so for our, our our listeners in the northern hemisphere this will be particularly useful this time of year yeah <laughs> exactly so now, uh, uh, somewhat I will tell uh, regarding kokum sherbet. Uh, it's a summertime. I, uh, I hope in US. So basically, mm-hmm. it's very good for people one one who have and kokum sherbet during the summer season. Mm-hmm. Now, see, there are two types of kokum. One is ripen and another one is unripened fruit. Basically. Uh, the kokum sherbet, yeah, it is uh, done by the extraction of dry kokum. Okay, the ripened kokum is allowed to dry, and then uh, that dry kokum we have to soak in water at least for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we have to after the flavor it goes in that water then we have to mix with some one teaspoon of uh, sugar 
one pinch of salt and you can enjoy the kokum with ice or uh, anything like uh, a different sherbets uh, now this kokum you can add a soap soap is a, 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 a spice of india and that's is that s o n f yes s o n f sonka why we are okay. adding soap because soap is also useful in digestion and uh, one though we have <clears throat> uh, like any other uh, kokum your uh, like uh, unripe fruit so we can use in jellies and uh, your yeah, a different in a fish curry in dal in sambar you know what in india we use a different ayurvedic herbs in our dishes and we get a very very nice health by these herbs i want mm-hmm. to say something a different about kokum a uh, kokum according to ayurveda it is amla that means a so and something madhura that means sweet these hmm. both are the combination of rasa which is called as ras and it guna means qualities are a, a dryness yeah its quality and it helps for digestion okay and while uh, the unripened fruit the unripened fruit of coca it is vatahar and kafakar vatahar means it influence the wind like uh, uh, which is called as vataha in our body and kafa means a stickiness while we have the sherbet you can feel some more sticky and cough after drinking the kokum sherbet like a stickiness mucus after the having a very tangy taste now uh, the dosage for kokum every day we can have because it is a natural a uh, diet yeah and very much useful for diabetic mellitus especially mm-hmm. uh, in us lot of people have diabetic mellitus it can also prevent for i mean prevent against heart attacks kokum and very nice and it uh, basically using cardiac disorders a tumors mm-hmm. in abdomen worms in our abdomen and ulcer infected wounds so infected wound basically uh in diabetic patient the wound it doesn't recover it doesn't heal fast so this one is much more important if you have a kokum uh, uh like 100 ml of kokum two to three times a day so it will uh get uh, very recover to heal that wound and it was 100 milliliters how many times a day 100 ml twice a day two to three times okay so it is very good for infected wound and specially blotting and flatulence uh 
one will have a plateau. The wind. Blotting. Yes. Okay. And fluctuants. Right. So this one, uh, I mean, the kokum have a plenty of very nice effect and for preventing cold as cocoma is having vitamin C it increases our immunity and prevent it from cold cocum basically nice. so yeah and now uh, related to our cocum sole curry what we have to do first we have to take a coconut milk two glass of coconut milk one glass of water some dry cocum we have to allow the cocum dry cocum to soak in it at least for 20 to 30 minutes then take out the cocum dry cocum from it allow it to boil and cumin seeds, mustard seeds, some chopped garlic and curry leaf. You put it into the warm oil and after that you add in that uh, coconut milk uh, which is having the cocum in it so it will help very uh, for digestion and you can have every day it will during the summer time especially one who is a very uh, I mean a meat lover for them kokum I mean soul curry is very good for digestion especially during the summer time because during this time lot of people they have constipations during summer season, they have constipations mm -hmm. because lack of water and uh, hyperacidity is also we can see during the summer season. Now, if I'm vegan and I don't eat any meat at all, should I avoid this then, or should I go ahead and do it anyway? Oh, if you're vegan, so it is much more good than you have the meat. Because in vegan, it will be more much import. Uh, I mean, it is more important uh, to be a vegan, uh, and it will be very much beneficial if you have this type of kokum uh, Indian herb. Okay. And and if you like, uh, so it'll help me di digest my carrots and whatnot. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know. Uh, Edward, it will help to for weight loss also. Whether you are a vegan, whether you are a meat lover, it will help for weight loss because it contains HCA. In, in, in the United States, sometimes we have a problem with people getting hung up so much on their appearance and on weight loss that even after they've already lost all the weight, they keep losing weight. Okay. And then sometimes it's unhealthy. Um, they, you know... Uh, so, so if, if I'm all right, if I'm a vegan and I'm kind of a little bit lower than my, you know, uh, 
what my weight should be given my height and my gender and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I should I avoid cocom or I mean in in other words is it an appetite suppressant? No, you can't. I mean cocom is very good. Okay. It helps for digestion and once your digestion is okay, your whole body, your mechanism, all things are to be all right. So so it's just something good to have in your body whether you're um, a meat eater who's working on weight loss or whether you're a vegan who's a yoga instructor. Exactly. So it will be cool. beneficial for both. For summertime, though. So so in the wintertime, like, for example, if somebody's listening to this from Argentina mm-hmm. um, or, you know, down in the bottom parts of Australia, mm-hmm. should they avoid cocom and wait until six months from now? Not really. We can have a cocom, uh, I mean, a 12 months each and every season we can have and okay. especially uh, during the winters we can have a soul curry which you can enjoy during your when you have a cold and cough it will be like a very nice uh, sore and tangy soup and effective for cold so like a herb sounds good to me i'm sold Yes, and I'll just have to find a place that has it. I wonder if it's something that I that's in the spice rack, or if I need to go to a specialty uh, place around here, maybe a farmers market. Uh, uh basically, you can uh, search on Google regarding cocum. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, uh, total information uh, regarding cocum, and mm-hmm. the main. The cocum is useful also in pediatrics, which is helps for neural growth. I mean, for brain activity. Mm-hmm. And one though a small children they have a cold, cough, and uh, so these things are common. But if you want to increase our, our child immunity, we have to give some more a dry cocum in a food. I mean, uh, like in your dal, in your curry, fish curry, or any other vegan curry. So it will be much more because it contains vitamin C. And for especially for cancer patients, I mean, it acts as an anti-calcigenic property, cocum. Would you give uh, 100 milliliters to a child? Not really. Uh, We can give... Maybe 50? No, uh, we can give a 25 ml two to three times a day. Okay. Yes. So it, it is much more good. In market, uh, cocum juice is also available. A ready-made cocum juice. Right. So, yeah. So that one is very good, and you can have uh, every day 25 ml and for for a small children and 100 ml for an adult dose sounds good to me yes and <laughs> uh you i mean uh, the listeners they can enjoy soul curry soul curry is very nice you will enjoy during winter and for a I mean, u.s listeners they must definitely enjoy kokum sherbet that sounds good uh, aside from that um I, you had mentioned that you wanted to start a school. Are you starting a school? Well, yes. Oh, I'm, good. Uh, where, where is that? Uh, exactly. I'm working on the project. And uh, 
Uh, soon within uh, one to two years, I will establish my own institute in India. Nice. Sure. And uh, well, I have a nice project, but uh, I'm looking for an investor. Let's see how I will get an investor and I will start my all the stuff ahead. Okay, so if there's any investors out there who want want to uh, help support uh, an up and coming Ayurvedic, um, I've heard medicine and cooking both used in conjunction with the word Ayurvedic. Yes, but I've also heard that it's the same. One and the same, but yeah, uh, yeah. You so an, uh, a chef slash doctor? I I don't, I don't know what what the proper uh, title would be. Oh, my title is both because uh, I'm much more interested in uh, Ayurveda medicine as well as and cooking. So yeah. you can say me both uh, Ayurveda chef or Ayurveda doctor also. <laughs> A pharmaceutical chef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the To Be A Yogi podcast. Um, should we make this a regular thing, maybe uh, every every two weeks or maybe once a month? Do you want to come on here and and, and give us a little pointer or, or uh, what, what do you think? Surely we'll be, I mean, uh, if uh, possible, I can uh, be uh, twice a week and I want to just give the message to my listeners. Don't go towards the allopathic medicines turns towards the Ayurveda herbs, which is beneficial for you and will keep you healthy and that's it. Sounds good to me. And so we'll be in touch and uh, and we'll we'll meet up again. Um, I, I with my schedule, I won't be able to do twice a week, unfortunately, but um, no yeah, we'll we'll figure something out and, and we'll have you back on again. Uh, you know, within a, a few weeks or so. Sure, Edward. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Edward. Wish you a good day and a happy Sunday. And you have a good night and have a good Monday. Thank you so much. Good day. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Yogesh, for being our guest on the To Be A Yogi podcast today. Looking forward to next time. Special thanks to Brian Dahl. He's the one who composed the music you're hearing in the background right now. And his name is spelled B-R-Y-I-N-D-A-L-L. -L. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time. Namaste.